Ketubot Tav Kof Zayin. The last thing we're discussing was what they what uh, they used to do with the money of Trumat Alishka, the Mahasida Shekel money. They used to give it for certain things. And then we saw Machloket in regards to the Klesharet, the holy vessels, if it would come from Mahasita Shekel money or not. Or maybe it came from Motar Nesachim. We saw it's a Machloket Tanaim. And with that, we're starting Kovav Amud Bet. Second to last line, last word on the line, where it says, Mishalach Dinatayam. The Mishnah is talking about someone who went overseas, left his wife uh, over here, and she wants money for food. Hanan in our Mishnah said that she should swear at the end and not in the beginning, and uh, the children of the Kohanim Gdolim said that she, should, uh, that she should swear before and after. And it was said, Rav Amar Poskin Mezanot Le'eshet Ish. Betin puts aside or sets aside or takes out money for an Eshet Ish. That's her husband went away and she wants to eat. Betin goes into his assets, takes out the money, and gives it to her so she can eat to Shmuel. He argues with Shmuel Amar and Poskin Mezanot Le'eshet Ish. No, we don't set the food for her. And Amar Shmuel, Modeli Aba, Abam, means he's giving a title of respect to Rav. He agrees that you don't get food because no one leaves his house empty. He probably left something in the house. After three months, then we're arguing. But the first three months, we don't give her anything. And the Ritba explains, this Dafka, if he knew he was going for a long time, then he for sure left for the first three months food or he gave her something to take care of herself. But if he went for just for like a week or two and then it ended up taking a long time, then for sure we give her. And the, the Gemara tries to explain what was exactly is the Mahloket. If there's witnesses who heard that he died, everyone agrees that you give her mezonot. We're not worried maybe he gave her something. Anyways, if the man passed away, she's going to have to swear at the end when she takes. Where's the Mahloket, Rav and Shmuel? We didn't hear if he died or not. Rav Amar Poskin, Rav says, give her food. Because at the end of the day, the husband is enslaved to her. He wrote Miktubad, he has to take care of her. Ushmuel Amar and Poskin, what's the reason we don't give her food? Rav Zavid Amar, Rav Zavid explains Shmuel, he probably gave her some money before he left. He gave her something to take care of herself. And Rav Papa Amar, he explains Shmuel, and our papa explains, could be that the man told her, listen, you work for a living, uh, in, instead of me feeding you, um, and you giving me your wages, keep your wages and feed yourself. So my benai, what's the difference between what Rav Zevitz and Rav Papa said in explaining Shmuel? Ika benayu, the difference would be, is gedola velosapka, if she's an older, she's a gedola, over 12 and a half, who does not make enough to feed herself, so according to Rav Papa, no way she would have agreed to something like that. But according to Rav Zevid, you still have to worry, maybe he gave her money on the side. Inami, or we're talking about Ketana, Vesapka, she's a Ketana, she has a great side business, selling lemonade, and she's making a great living. So according to Rav Papa, you have to worry that maybe he told that, keep your wages and you don't have to give me your wages and you could feed yourself. But according to Rav Zevid, maybe he gave her money on the side. Well, no one would give a ketana some money on the side. So now, the Gemara has a problem with Shmuel said, you don't give her mezonot. None. We learned in our Mishnah, Mishalachim dinatayam vishto tovat mezonot. 
a person went overseas and his wife is asking for mezonot and the dean is you have to give her mezonot and the only question is do you make her swear before after before and after Hanan said you make a swear at the end not in the beginning they argued on him she has to swear before and after the only between them is in regards to when she has to swear but we give her food so how do you explain that Shmuel so Shmuel understands our Mishnah we're talking about a situation where there's witnesses who heard he died fine here's another question on Shmuel person went overseas and his wife is asking for food the children of Kohanim Dolim say that she should swear Hanan says do not, she doesn't have to swear Give her mezonot. No, you don't have to make her swear. Now let's say the husband comes back and he says, "No, I gave her food before I left." Neiman, you have to believe her, and she has to return all that mezonot that Betin gave her. So now you have a problem because the Brayta over here says, according to everyone, you give her mezonot and eshetish, and according to Shmuel says he doesn't. So again, so Shmuel would explain over here that they heard he died. But the Gemara doesn't like that because But the Braita says if he later came and uh, that means he was alive. That means everyone knew he was alive. No, the Gemara says If happened to be that they said he died and then all of a sudden he popped up, that's what the Shmuel understands it. Fine. So the Gemara has another question on Shmuel. Person went overseas and his wife is asking for food. If the husband comes before Betim gave her money, and he said, listen, whatever you may keep, and uh, you don't have to give anything, and uh, feed yourself. Rashai, he's allowed to do that. He doesn't have to feed her. However, Kadmu Betinu Pasku, once Betim gave a psak that the, the, she deserves food, Masha Pasku Pasku, whatever they gave, they gave. And at that point, he can't tell her, keep your wages. So again, you see that you do uh, give food to uh, Ish. The Gemara says, no, Hachanami, again, that by Taz talking about according to Shmuel, they originally heard he died, and that's why they're giving her food. So again, here's another question on Shmuel. Person went overseas, and his wife is asking for food. Betin goes down into his assets, takes it out, and they feed and they give Panasaf to his wife. But his children. Why? Because he does, from the Torah, he doesn't have to feed them, but his uh, but his wife, he signed on a ketubah. Not for other things. And the Gemara will explain what that means in a minute. But Amar of Sheshat, how do you explain that? So he'll say, Shmuel, according to Sheshat, explained that Shmuel would say, well, we were talking about a situation where he put a, a third person to take care of her. He was supposed to feed her, and then he stopped feeding her, and then Betim comes to his assets and takes out. But the Gemara doesn't like what Rav Sheshat said because if that's the case that we're talking about a third party feeding her, then we should also give them food from his assets also. So the Gemara explains, No, he put a third party to take care of his wife but not his children. The Gemara says, My Pascal, what makes you say that? Hey, look, how could you differentiate like that? That we're talking about a person who only wanted to give money through a shalish to his wife but not to his children. Ela Amar of Papa, rather of Papa changes the direction. We're talking about a situation where she heard that he died, but there's only one witness. He, the Iba'it in Sube, Be'edehad Matse Min Seba. 
she, if she wants to get married with one eye, she could get married. Then therefore, so we also give her food, even because she's allowed to get married and she's allowed to get her also. It shouldn't be any different. However, his children who want to go down and get their inheritance, that is one witness that he died, they can't, they can't do it because there's only one witness. Then we don't give them food either. That's the way Rav Papa explains it to Shmuel. And if they didn't, and you could continue going according to Shmuel's direction, that if they didn't hear that he died at all, then they don't give anyone mezonot. Now, the Gemara goes back to what we said before, that uh, a person went away overseas and his wife is asking for mezonot. The Betin goes down to his uh, assets and they feed her, but not his children, but not for davar So my davar what's this other thing? So Rav Hazda Amar, Tachshid, jewelry, uh, uh, perfume, things like that. Rav Yosef Amar, Tzedakah, has to give her some change so she could give uh, Tzedakah to the poor people. Man de Amar, Tachshid, according to the one who says, we don't go into his assets to give her jewelry and makeup and perfume. Kol Shekin, of course, all the more so, Tzedakah, you don't go down into his assets to give her money so she could give Tzedakah. However, Man de Amar, Tzedakah, but according to Rav Yosef, who explained that we're talking about Tzedakah, that means you don't go down to his assets to give her money so she could give Tzedakah, but Tachshid, Yavinana. But uh, you do give her uh, jewelry and the makeup and perfume. Because no one wants his wife to look disgusting. And therefore it's part of what they come and uh, take out. So now let's go back to, to ask a question on Shmuel. Shmuel says we don't give mezonot to a woman or husband went away overseas. Tashema. First three months after her husband passed away. She gets her food from her husband. Very simply, is because she can't marry anyone else. Mikan va'elach, from this point forward, she doesn't get her food, not from her husband, because she could not do yibum, but not from the yabam either, because at the end of the day, he didn't do the yibum yet. Ahmad Badin, once he came to Betin, uh, meaning she brought him to Betin to, to either do yibum or chalitza, or he ran away, she gets her food from the yabam's uh, assets. Meaning, at that point, she becomes an Ishatish and she gets the food from uh, from the Yabam, at least even if they're not actually Ishatish. But since they're connected, she gets food from his assets. And all the more so, okay, so where her husband went overseas, that she should get food from his assets. Amar Lach Shmuel. Shmuel says, you can't learn from that case because. Why are you worried about it with this Yabam case? Why? Because maybe he gave her a little bit of money on the side. That's what we're worried about with an Eshet Ishu. Her husband went overseas and maybe he gave her some money on the side. This Yabam is not that close to her. It's not his wife. He's not giving her any money on the side. And if it's because of her wages, she she's not connected to him. She doesn't have to give him her wages. So therefore, you can't compare the regular Eshet Ish to Yabama. So here's question number six on Shmuel. Yeah, and Shmuel said you don't give an eshet. Your husband went away. Uh, you don't give her. Uh, uh, you don't give her food. So A woman and her husband went overseas. She comes back and she says, "My husband died." She has the option of getting food for her mezonot, or she could get her ktuban malamsam. If she comes back and says, "Gershani, my husband divorced me mitpanesed v'holechet ad kedeketubata." They could give her from his assets mezonot until whatever her ktuba is worth. Meaning either she's getting her ktuba or she's getting mezonot and by then we'll figure out what's the story. 
But bottom line is we see that an Eshet Ish, her husband's away. We do give her food. And again, Shmuel would answer, Hachanami, what are we talking about? That we heard the man died. So the Gemara says, Umay shana ad kede So then why do you only give her food up the amount of her ketubah? The Gemara explains, because She's the one who, who made herself lose out. When she said the word that I'm divorced, okay, then to her, the max we can give her is her ketubah money. So here's question number seven on Shmuel. Tashema. How do we have a situation where a yetoma who her brother or mother married her off, it's only the Rabbanan. How do we have a situation where she does not have food? You can't say we're talking about a situation where she's with her husband she doesn't get mezonot from her husband. Because her husband has to feed her. We're a situation where he went overseas. She borrowed money for her food. She ate it. And then and then she did the, the mi'un. Over there, the husband doesn't have to pay what she borrowed. Now, what's the reason? It's because she did the mi'un. Let's say she did not mi'un. Let's say she did not protest that marriage. Then you have Then you have to give her money from his assets. And that goes against Shmuel. Over here in this type of situation, what are we worried? If we're worried because he may be giving money on the side, well, no one gives money on the side. She doesn't know how to take care of it. Remember, if she's in it, she could protest. She's still a ktana. And if it's for what her wages, we all know ktana doesn't make enough to be able to feed herself. And therefore, one way or another, she should get the food. The Gemara says, okay, my Havala, after seven questions against Shmuel, we still don't have an answer. What bottom line halacha? So, there was a story that came in front of Rabbi in Bet Sha'arim. A woman's husband went to overseas. She, she needs food. And Rabbi gave her mezonot. You see that the halacha is not like Shmuel. Then they came in front of Rabbi Shmuel Tzipuri. And he didn't give her mezonot like Shmuel. So Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Yohanan didn't understand Rabbi Shmuel. Why did Rabbi Shmuel not give her food? Even That's in regards to, to, to Shavua. When, at what point does she have to swear? But we give her food. So why are you not giving her food? So He explained to Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Shmuel already explained this mahluk of Hanan Bnei Kohanim Gdolim in Babel. Over there was the situations where they heard he died. And over here they did not hear he died. And that's why you don't give him mezonot. Now the Gemara brings it a little bit different. When Rabbi came he said that this is the way the story went down. Rabbi did not give her food. Rabbi Shmael and Sipori gave her food. Why did Rabbi not give her food? Even Hanan Bnei Kohanim Gdolim in our Mishnah, they only argue in regards to when does she have to swear. But we do give her food. And Amar Rav Shemar Baraba, Rav Shemar Baraba told Rabbi Hanan, "Kvartir Gemah Shemuel beBabel, Kesh Shemu Bo Shemet." Shemuel already explained. We're talking about a situation where we heard he died. And Amar Le Patri Tuba Kulehai. Why are you 
so into going after Rabbi, trying to get halacha. We all know anyways that the halacha is like Rabbi Shemayel, that she does get mezonot. So why do I care about Rabbi not giving her food? The halacha is that she get food. And we do give mezonot for Eshet Ish, whose husband went away. And once we're on that, a woman can tell her husband, I'm not working anymore, and I'm not giving you my wages, and I don't want to eat from your food. An earthenware vessel that has lead around it. This is a machloket in Masechet Avodah Zarah. These are green vessels. Um, the question is, can you use them for something that is mutar after you used it for something asur, but it was just cold? And the Amar of Zevid, these earthenware vessels with the lead around it, if they're white or black, sharu, you're allowed to use them mutar after you use them cold for asur. And Yeruke, but if they're green, is Asired, you're not allowed to use them for Mutar after you use them Asur, uh, if the Asur was called. Velo Amaran, and when do you, did we say that the, the black and white are Mutar? Ela delet behu kartufne, that's if there's no cracks. Aval it behu kartufne, but if there's cracks in it, then Asira, then it's Asur, you can't even use it for something Mutar after you use it for something Asur that was cold, because the, those cracks swallow the Isur, and then when you put something Mutar later, it gets mixed. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.